My name is Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help you improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to network. Yes, network. This is going to be a great one for you if you're looking to generate new leads and obviously make new sales. You're going to get all those good tips coming to you after this short break. I remember when I first became an entrepreneur and I just quit my job from the Census Bureau and I just had no clue whatsoever about how to grow a business and I went up to another personal trainer that I knew, he was local, and I asked him, I said, look, I don't know how to find new clients, I don't really know what to do, and he said to me, go and network, network like crazy. That was the first time I heard that. Perhaps I should have took that advice before I quit my job, but that's a completely different subject. Anyway... What I want to share with you are six tips that you're going to need to basically get more sales. And you do that through expanding your network. This advice works whether or not you are an online business, whether or not you meet people in person. Like this is just sage, tried and true advice. And I'm hoping that as you listen to this, just keep an open mind. Just keep an open mind to what I have to say because you may not agree with the logic now, but I bet you if you listen to it again later, you will agree with it. So the first tip is to extend grace to others whenever possible. So what do I mean by that? So have you ever had a bad day, you know, when... You know, your car just didn't start or your kid was acting weird or, you know, nothing fit in the, in the closet or whatever. Like something just funky happened to you and or maybe just a lot of little things that irritated you. And then you have to go to a networking event, either in person or virtually. And sometimes like as, as best as you try to shake off that negative energy, you may kind of appear grumpy or mean or just kind of just out of it because you're trying to separate everything that you had to go through earlier in the day, but you just can't. So what am I trying to say through all this? Sometimes when you meet someone in, in person or in virtual and they just appear m- grumpy or mean, it odds are it's really not personal. The vast majority of the time, it's not personal. Look, Everyone who comes to a networking event wants to network with others. That's the whole point of networking. No one is intentionally trying to be a jerk or a bully or mean to you. Now, I want to make this very clear. I am not allowing you to be a pushover or let people be rude or mean to you intentionally. Like, That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that have a thicker skin when you're meeting with people, especially on the first encounter, because you really don't know them and they don't know you. Hence, you guys are strangers. Not only that you don't know them, they don't know you and they don't know what would irritate you and you don't know what they're going through. So when I say extend grace, it means just give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't necessarily think that they're just trying to be mean or rude or intimidating. Like I have had so many encounters where I've met somebody initially on a business encounter and I just thought they were 
I wouldn't say the devil incarnate, but I just didn't really care for them at all. I just really wanted to write them off because they didn't make me feel comfortable at the time. But actually, after a couple more encounters with them, I realized they were a pretty decent person. They were pretty chill. I remember some some of them actually still my friends to this day, and we kind of started off rocky. So the point I'm trying to make is give people the benefit of the doubt and extend that grace. So tip number two is form your own conclusions about a contact. Now, I heard, and you've probably heard this too, that bad news travels a lot faster than good news. And that is so true with meeting people. Like you will hear a lot of rumors about, oh, this person's a jerk or this person is this, this and that. And so my advice for you is that when you're meeting new people, again, virtual or in person, Make your own conclusions. Form your own opinion. Don't just take the words of somebody else. I know it's it's instinctual as us as humans to like verify through the recommendations of others, but in the business world, you need to form your own conclusions. In other words, you can listen to the advice of trusted people, but think for yourself. And I always tell people like it's a three strike rule with me where I give people three strikes and after that third strike, they have proven to me they are not worthy of my time or energy. Now, I'm not asking you again, like from the first step I told you, don't, no one's telling you to be a pushover. But at the same time, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect, right? I've never seen a perfect person walk through this earth. I don't think you have either. So when you need to come to a conclusion, make it based on your own personal opinions, your own personal observations rather than uh, third-party opinions. Okay, tip number three, network with purpose. Now, this is a huge, huge mistake that I made when I first started my business where I would just kind of go carte blanche to like every networking event where I was invited. Like, oh, please, 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 here's my my business information. Call me, call me, Business my business information. And it just felt like, a, I was wasting my time <laughs> because I wasn't really focused. I didn't have a clear agenda. But more importantly, I didn't even know what I was looking for when I was networking. So I want to give you some questions that you want to ask someone that you're legitimately looking to either work with or have as a business associate. Now, this is just a starting point. Just as these questions are just to get your mind kind of running with ideas, okay? So the first question is, who is an ideal client for you? I know this sounds so basic, but a lot of us, we rush to get contact information and try to get referrals, but we don't even know if we're not even like in sync on if you can help other people. Like for example, I, an ideal client for me is more or less a service-based entrepreneur, a consultant, a coach, right? I really not interested in in the helping people who are product-based, not because I don't know how to um, have any business acumen about like selling products. That's not the issue. It's just the fact that I know service industry too much well because I've done it almost 10 years. I live and breathe it. That's something that I enjoy and I really 
want to help other business owners like grow and succeed in that field. So when you're talking with somebody and you're saying like, well, what do you do? You need to really drill down and make sure that you understand who they help and why they help them, the purpose behind that. Question number two, which industries or professions do you frequently collaborate with to generate new leads? This is another question I think people need to ask because you want to, again, want to be aligned with someone where it just makes a good business sense. Like, for example, if you are a photographer, right? A great fit or alignment for you would be with a graphic designer. Like that, that just makes so much sense on so many levels. Or a web designer, like photographers, web designers, graphic artists, makes total sense. Photographers aligned with a uh, construction manager, well, maybe if they do business branding photography. So you need to really ask yourself whether or not there's alignment. Number three, what is your sales strategy? Now, this is really important to know because some people are kind of lone warriors in terms of trying to uh, capture new leads, meaning that they use primarily ads um, or they just rely on their own content. Others rely on collaboration and networking events and whatnot. So you really need to ask your ask the person that you're meeting, like, hey, like, how do you generate business? How do you buy new leads? Number four, how much time are you able to devote each month for business networking? Now, I'm really guilty of this where I would in the past, when I say past, I'm talking about like five, six years ago where I was like, yeah, yeah, let's be business associates. But I would be so swamped with all my other duties that I couldn't really spend the time to collaborate and talk with. So it's not enough to say, hey, we're going to be business allies. You need to be able to have a good schedule so that you can basically make sure that you're on the same page, that um, they're in sync with what you're offering and vice versa. It's not enough to say, hey, like, let's just be business partners. It, it doesn't, or our networking associates, it doesn't work that it's a relationship like just any other relationship. And then lastly, number five is which character traits that you need in a business ally? Like, for example, do you need someone who is really good and responsive with emails or text messages? Do you need someone who's really good um, with their uh, interpersonal skills? I would hope so. (laughs) But when I say interpersonal skills, I mean the ability to clearly communicate what they want and they desire. The point I'm trying to make is like there are certain things that you really need and you really value um, in a business ally and vice versa some you need to make sure that you understand what they don't like like for example a huge pet peeve of mine is having someone schedule an appointment but they don't follow through or they're no show like that is the kiss of death for me um, in terms of a business relationship like because I value my time and I want people to show up and be present for me so I I value their time. Everybody has different kind of lines in the sands of what they really, really need um, in terms of a business associate. So that's just certain. Those are some jump off points for you to think think about and consider later. Okay, so let's talking about talking. My next big tip is let others talk. So. 
I feel like the majority of the people who are listening to this are women. So women, just don't take this personal as I say this. Some ladies, you guys need to close your traps a little bit when you're like a networking event and let other people talk. I mean, I know it's really exciting and it's really emotional, especially if you meet someone that you vibe well and you're having a good conversation and you're having just just good dialogue and you just want to talk endlessly. But look, at the end of the day, and this is something that you need to remind yourself is, you are at a business event. This is not a social event. You want to make sure that you're making strategic connections with people. And you can't make those strategic connections if you're not focused and thinking about whether or not this was a good long-term fit, right? Like you have to really, really make sure that there's a Achille alignment and you can't do that if you're talking. So I always tell people, make it a 60-40 split, meaning that you're letting someone talk for 60% of the time and you're talking for the other 40%. And when you're when you're talking, make sure those words count. So remember when I was giving you those tips about um, kind of very strategic questions to ask? That's a good time to make sure that you're weaving in those strategic questions when you do talk. And obviously, you want to get to know them. You want to know a little bit about something personal. Do they have got a dog? Do they got a cat? Are they married? You know, are they local to the area? Like, you know, it doesn't have to be 100% business. But at the same time, you want to make sure that this person is someone that you really uh, could see a good strategic relationship with. Number five get their contact information and preferred mode of communication. Now, again, this is something where I've seen a lot of uh, people fail. And I've done this myself too, where you're having a good time. And then at the end of the day, you say, at the, or, and then the encounter, you say, well, it was awesome talking with you. Have a good day. And I'm like, ah, oh, face palm to the head. Don't you know, like this is great time to see if you can continue the conversation. Now, I know some people are like, well, I don't want to collect uh, business cards because, you know, they may not follow through. They don't may, they may not like actually want to work with me. They were just giving me lip service or whatever. My thing is you don't know unless you try. You don't know unless you try. So get that business card. And then while you're at it, go ahead and ask them, hey, look at that card or say, hey, look, what's the preferred way of contacting you? Is it text? Is it email? Is it, you know, through a social media? And I do want to add one thing while it's fresh on my mind is that I think a lot of people there, they take their business card and they think that that automatically gives them permission to add them to their marketing email list. And that no, just <laughs> hard no, don't do that. Getting someone's contact information is not the same thing as adding them to your like list to sell them stuff. They need to opt in through one of your opt-ins on your website or um, directly getting permission from you. Like, d- just don't do that because I know everybody is just so inundated with five thousand emails every day. They just cannot stand anymore. Be like trying to be sold to like they just can't they can't do it they're just done so i just want to let you know that if you're going to do it just do it the right way make sure you have that they opt in 
either directly through um, your, their permission or through um, your website. Okay, lastly, email, call, text um, a new contact within 36 hours. It is so vitally important that you strike while the iron's hot. Do not just collect information and just email them like six months later. Because think about this. Have you ever been emailed like six months later from somebody or like, or are you heck even a couple weeks later and be like, who is this? Or like, well, even if you said, hey, I met you at blah, 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 marketing event, like odds are like you don't remember them. Like, let's be honest. And they don't remember you very well. So that's why I say, please, like, wait. 30, like, do it within 36 hours. The sooner the better, like, frankly. I mean, heck, if you want to jump on it within the, like, as soon as you get on within a few, the, the three to four hours, you know. But you need to just decide to contact them. Contact them as soon as possible because, again, this is a business event. Like, this, you want to be able to be in front of their face and uh, not let them forget who you are and what you can offer. Well, so just as a summary of the six tips is number one, extend grace to others whenever possible. Tip number two, form your own conclusions about a contact. Tip number three, network with purpose. Tip number four, let others talk. Tip number five, get their contact information and preferred mode of communication. And lastly, tip number six, again, email, call, or text with a new contact within 36 hours. Okay. That's it. So thank you so much for listening. So I don't know if you've been listening to this or the last four other podcasts, but now is the time to subscribe to wherever you're listening. And more importantly, if you love this, um, these kind of messages, go ahead and share this to someone who you know would appreciate this. If you have any questions or comments or just want to talk with me, send me a message at hello at denisechilee.com. And tweet me. I'm at Twitter at DeniseGLee.com. But look, I want you to know that you are successful. Your business will grow. I believe in you. But you've got to be strategic. And networking is one of the ways to do it. Well, that's it. Take care and be awesome.